We are continuing our Advent preparations here on the Daily Dose of Encouragement with Patty Schneier. And Patty, every year I hear those songs, whether it's on the radio or elsewhere, one of my favorites is Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. But, you know, I think we could turn that into a fill-in-the-blank. There, there are any number of Christmases you could have. And I understand that's what we're going to talk about this week on the Daily Dose of Encouragement. Absolutely. When I was preparing this week, I actually kept singing the song, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. And I thought, no, you know what? So often we get enslaved into creating the perfect Christmas. And actually, I want to almost change the word. It doesn't fit to the music. But I thought, what kind of a Christmas do I really want to have this year? And I thought about it and I thought, I want to have a virtuous Christmas. Christmas should be an icon into heaven. The unity of our families, the feasting, the singing, all point to heaven. But in reality, often through no fault of our own, what we actually experience is sometimes far from it during this whole you know, the secular calls it the holiday season, and it just becomes stress. It becomes so many of the preparations. It's not virtuous. It's not. It can become a burden. So your Christmas might be marked also by loss in your family. So it could be a really hard year this year or sickness or strained relationships. That's reality often. There are many who want to savor every moment of Christmas, but others who just want to get through it. And I understand both. I really do. In my prayer, I was led to the thought that maybe both of these extremes, trying to have the perfect Christmas or trying to just get through Christmas, both of them miss the mark. We're trying to have something that is unattainable. Maybe we could have a new goal for our Christmas this year. And that's having a virtuous Christmas. So today, on this first day of the week, let's take the theological virtues all together. Faith, hope, and charity, those three. Let's be intentional and think about some realistic goals for our family gatherings, our social events, our work, our prayer, and church. Ask yourself some questions. Where can I bring faith into my work, my social gatherings, and family events? Just a little more this Advent. Maybe have a mini nativity scene on your desk at work. Maybe send a truly religious Christmas card this year rather than just a family photo. Maybe pray about ways that you can bring your faith more out in the open this Advent. So the next virtue, let's look at hope. Who needs a little hope in your family? We probably all know someone who's struggling with depression or is just feeling down a little bit this year, alone or a little sad. Make it a priority to do something for that person. Write a note. Stop in for a visit. Give them the hope that God has a plan for their life. Maybe just send them a link to an encouraging, uplifting podcast or a text and say, I'm thinking of you. The final virtue, charity or love, faith, hope, and love, faith, hope, and charity. This is the one that I need to do the most. This idea came to me in prayer because love is creative. Who is the person in your life that you most take for granted? Now, I know who that is in my life. Who is it for you? So often we go out of our way for a million other people at Christmas, but the one who sees us at our worst, the one who's always there, the one who often goes unnoticed is the one we spend the least amount of time and effort to surprise or lavish at Christmas. 
This Advent, take the time to create something out of love just for that special person. Be intentional with this Advent. Bring faith, hope, and love into your preparations. It's a new way for us to look at this season of Advent. Patty, thank you for today's dose of encouragement.